0: The College Football Experience Week 11 reaction show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet that's sports dot com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. week 11 reaction show crazy fucking day. Can't wait to talk about all the action, the college football stuff that's been happening. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh Yes. Oh man, what a fun day today was. lot of lot of great games. gotta check it out. If you missed it, you know first off, if you're wondering where the hell Patty C is, he is on his way to uh, to out of town. He's going to the, the 49ers game tomorrow. So he just went up there and got, uh, you know, having a good time. So he's out, he's out of the office. It's just me. You're stuck with my stinking face and my stupid opinion. So you are just going to have to deal with it right now. We got some ball games going on. We got Utah only up 14 to seven on Stanford in the third quarter bit concerning. I would say that deserves one of these Well, I don't get <laughs> uh San Jose State is down 24 to 14 to San Diego State, which is crazy because I believe San Jose State went up 14 nothing so 24 unanswered from the Aztecs that's at the half critical game for Patty C's uh win total of over on San Diego State there. Uh, something to monitor. We also have the Arizona wildcats up 21 14 in uh, at the Rose bowl stacking the money green and real money. Kramer are there, you know, enjoying the wine and cheese crowd, probably a nice solid 300 people there, but they're enjoying it. Um, And Boise state is up 21, nothing on Nevada. I have currently clinching a Boise minus 20 and a half ticket that I'm sweating. Boise is inside the the red zone though, so hopefully that game's in the snow. It's awesome. It's football weather, baby. Barrett Sally trying to say football weather is seventy degrees and sunny. Get the fuck out of here. Look up your history. Know your history. All right. Football is from Jersey. We did the weather report on that. Patty C was tweeting that. November. Get out of here with that nonsense. It's meant to be in the cold weather. Um. Currently uh Utah State up 17-10 on the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors on the island. Shout out to Oink Oink in the chat. He says he's happy to be here. Well, I'm happy that you're here. Cuz we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. We'll start off uh Notre Dame 35, Navy 32. Boom, Midshipman Cash. Navy had one of the worst onside kicks I've ever seen. The ball went like 3 yards. Uh, or perhaps they might've won the game, but Notre Dame wasn't charged. Uh, I want to say they were up 35 to 13 at halftime Navy scored 19 on answer to make it a game. Shout out to Ken Niamatololo Lolo uh, and getting that cover. And I guess uh, before I go game by game, I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room here uh, game of the day. Well, actually let's just go chronologically because there was like three or four games that were probably on the same level. Uh, but Notre Dame beats Navy 35, 32, Notre Dame blocks. Another punt. Their special teams has been fantastic under Marcus Freeman, but you know, and, and that, that's a win. We all expect Notre Dame to get. Um, I still don't know, like if they're a, a great team, their resume is not great. Although they have some good wins against ACC opponents. Uh, and that's kind of the the tone for me this year, a lot of years, but especially this year. I really don't know. We we just need a large playoff. I mean, in general every year, but specifically this year, can you really tell me you feel comfortable? It's like Patty C said today, he was saying, dude, after like the fourth best team in the, in the, in the nation, I got no idea from number five to number 50. It's a very thin line uh, in his opinion between, between five and 50. And I agree. Shout out to Ryan McIntyre in the chat. Talking about those mountaineers. Oh, oh, the same mountaineers that uh, me and Terrell Furman called on the money line as an eight point dog today. Yes. Those same mountaineers getting it done saying fuck you to Oklahoma before they, that's our last time coming into Morgantown. There we go. Um, but yeah, Notre Dame wins by three, but like, okay. Notre Dame's number 20 in the nation. They, they, they don't, it's Notre Dame. They they probably don't deserve to be number 20 in the nation uh, from a resume standpoint. They don't. Um, but at the same time, if you told me Notre Dame was playing, I don't know who's, who's if Notre Dame was playing uh, Ole Miss tomorrow, I got no idea who's winning that game. I I know what I think, but even with that, I don't even know how to set a line on that. I would think Ole Miss would win that game, but I don't know because Notre Dame's defense is good enough. Shout out to Jake Paquin in the chat because I'm throwing AJ Williams in the locker for knocking Antoine out before half. Yeah. Yeah. That was tough. Uh, That was tough. He had a, he had some props going. He had 81, 19 yards shy of cashing the 30 to one parlay. Oh man. That's brutal. That's brutal. Um, well, if you listen to our morning show or if our, our other shows throughout the week, um, you know that I called for Yukon. I locked up Yukon plus 14 and a half points, but I also took Yukon on the money line. Boom. Let's go, baby. If Jim Mora is not in the, 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 the conversation for, for coach of the year, something's wrong. Something's really wrong because UConn is bowling. Now they're bowl eligible. Who knows if, you know, they, the, the selection committee hates independent teams, not named Notre Dame. So they probably won't even uh, so, you know select them. But I think UConn was good. They got army next. I think they're going to beat army. It's going to be a game of course, but I, I, I think they're capable of beating army. They can get seven. Regardless, even if they end up six and six, this is one of the best coaching jobs and that's, that's the theme, uh, you know, I've, and I, I feel like I'm a broken record a lot of times, but I think that's the theme of it is of this season. Uh, Real Money Kramer was asking me tonight. He stopped by the studio and said, Hey, what's the deal with Brent Pry? What's the deal, right? Well, I mean, Brent Pry still might work out, but I don't understand. I, you see Mario Cristobal at uh, Miami, you see Brent Pry at Virginia Tech, Tony Elliott at UVA, uh, and some of these other, these other coaches that, you know, are coming in and kind of struggling in year one. And you look at, you know, the likes of Sonny Dykes at TCU. TCU was a losing team a year ago. Now that team he walked into was actually decently talented from a composite ranking. But Duke, look at what Duke had. Duke had no talent. Look what Mike Elko's doing at Duke. Look what Jim Moore Jr.'s doing at UConn. And and then yeah, that's what I mean is like it, you you see these coaches that are, are are making it work and I tend to think more than ever, coaching is so much more important than than personnel. Uh, it's it's remarkable. I mean, UConn, let alone they're they they had no talent on this roster. Then their starting quarterback, Take One Roberson, a four star from Penn State who transferred in, who was the most talented guy on the roster from a recruiting composite. He tore his ACL in the first quarter of the Utah state game, the first game of the season week zero. So he's been out all year. So Jim Moore is doing this with nobodies and it's fantastic. It's unbelievable to watch. I, I'm very excited for the future of Yukon football. I hope he stays at Yukon. I, I shit. Everyone should be calling him, but I hope he stays at Yukon. I know he's living in like a fucking haunted house uh, in new Haven or whatever. I mean, I I'm seriously really impressed and that's, that's what I mean though, is getting back to the coach conversation is how can those guys do it? Sonny Dykes. Okay. His team was talented, but it doesn't matter. That same, t- that same team sucked last year. And he lost Zach Evans to Ole miss. And and he's looking at him. He's undefeated. Mike Elko. Duke was getting blown out by like 40 points every game last year. Go look at their, go look at their record and their schedule from a year ago. UConn was the worst team. I mean, UConn lost to 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 FCS teams. Unbelievable job these guys are doing. Unfucking believable. Just coaching that you see right there how important coaching is. Because I can tell you this: Miami's recruiting composite was top fifteen. Virginia Tech's talent level wasn't nearly as bad as their performance they're putting out. Virginia, how about Virginia? Virginia had Virginia brought back a, a lot of their offense, minus their offensive line, like their their wide receivers, their top four wideouts. Uh, they they brought in or they had Brendan Armstrong coming back and you would think okay the offense can't be that bad well no it is that bad how, that's got to be coaching that's got to be coaching and Brendan Armstrong if he wants to can take advantage of the COVID eligibility uh, you know I know he's a senior but he still can opt to come back to college football and if I was him I'd transfer out probably I mean it just shows how much coaching matters to me it's so much more important than everything else so much more important. Um, SMU covers the 17 and a half brutal. I took South Florida uh, as they take down South Florida. Speaking of coaching, South Florida's going to be looking for a coach, but SMU moves to six and four decent first year for Rhett Lashley uh, in, in Dallas there. I know the chat saying Iowa state uh, would beat Notre Dame, TJ Sunstein saying that or Sunstein. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they could, I think they, that would be a game, but that's what I mean. And we talked about this. We always use Iowa state as the model as they lose another close game today. Um, this year is crazy. And I, 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 I made this statement. I was watching the Arkansas LSU game this morning, which I thought was a pretty shitty football game. As far as, as far as the game, like the, the, the teams didn't look very good. Arkansas started. Why did they not start Cade Fortin from the start? I have no fucking idea. They went with Hornsby. He was awful, um, but Arkansas didn't look like a good team. LSU didn't look like a very good team the whole game. I mean, yes, that the, the, the one guy is an absolute beast. had they look like fucking Derek Thomas. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Cause I've been drinking for six hours. Um, But I'm sitting there like LSU is going to win the SEC West. I mean, they got it done. Brian Kelly's a great coach. I did think he he uh made the necessary like they were in some they didn't look good, but they were there. They got the dub and they were the better team on the on the field today. They were. I don't want to take that away from them, but I tweeted out that I don't think both teams are really good and I don't think LSU is like your typical top 10 team. I don't think they I mean, I don't want to say they shouldn't be in the top 10 because based on their resume they should be but they're, when I watch them, I go, this is a team that could lose to the 55th team in the nation. I really feel decent about that. Like I I am not wowed by LSU and that that's, that's what this season is, is like, you have a team. That's like what? Number seven that honestly, if you told me they're lining up next week on a neutral site against a random fucking team in, in my tweet, I said, coastal Carolina, or Appalachian State, I think they're capable of beating them, and I think it wouldn't be that. I I think it would be a game. Like I don't think that I do not believe it would be a double digit game. I mean, could it happen theoretically? Sure, but I actually think it is a very very close game. That's what this year is in college football, fucking insane. Um, Missouri and and this one was crazy because I mean I took Tennessee minus twenty. I didn't bet it, but I'm saying I picked it and uh. I don't know what happened. This was like, I mean, and Tennessee was always ahead of them. But man, I turned that game off and put on an, another game. I did not realize they scored 66 until I was watching like a halftime report. And I was like, wow, they scored 66. They were scoring a lot. Don't get me wrong. They were in like the 40s, but I thought it was kind of done. Um, 66 24, Tennessee rolls. Yeah, Tennessee continues to look really good. Uh, unfortunately, Georgia locked up the SEC East right now. So. And there's not a lot of meat on the bone left, but you know, they did have Oregon lose tonight. So uh, Tennessee's chances, I guess are good to get to the invitational, even though they would not play in their conference championship. I guess it's decent. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck they, they decide that it doesn't make any sense. Um, Oklahoma loses to West Virginia. How about that? Dub V gets that dub. Uh, you know, they're still alive to make a bowl. That's what I mean. Big 12 is the best conference. Fight me fight me. It, it, like you saw it today. How down the sec is Bama's not the same Bama uh, in my opinion, LSU. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the best team in the West. Cause they're going to win the West, but they're, they they do not look great to me. Kentucky lost to fucking Vanderbilt. The, like, okay. Tennessee, Georgia are good. After that, I don't feel comfortable saying anyone else is like elite, maybe Bama if I had to, (laughs) Uh, even though they lost. So I don't know. It's all, it's all, it's all nonsense. That's why we need a large playoff. We need a fucking really large playoff. Um, Who's the worst team in the big 12. Now I got no idea. Texas tech beats Kansas is Oklahoma. The worst team in the big 12. It's a fair question to ask yourself, Oklahoma or Iowa state. And I do think they would beat. And we, we talk about this every week. So, I mean, you're not hearing anything new, but I think they would beat a lot of other teams like someone at, uh, so was tweeting me about Florida state today. Shout out to Mike Norvell and Florida state He's doing a great job. They're whooping ass two weeks in a row on the road. Even though I know that one of Miami gardens is like 50, 50 Miami uh, and Florida state fans, but they look really good. They're capitalizing on the media, uh, the, the mediocrity or the shit that is the ACC kudos to them. But if you told me Florida state was playing Iowa state. Or Oklahoma tomorrow, I would take Iowa State or Oklahoma. I really would. I'm not saying that to talk shit about Mike Norvell. I really fucking would take them. Um next up. Indiana's at Ohio State. That game, big noon kickoff should be fucking ashamed of themselves. That was a ridiculous Ridic- I didn't watch much of this. Saw it was snowing, so I turned it off for five minutes. This game's terrible every year. We got to open the season with this next year. Why? What did we do to deserve that? What do we do to deserve that? Uh, Ohio state looks great. Indiana's terrible. Tom Allen. We got to wonder if he's going to get fired this year. Something to, something to consider. Uh, And then who would they bring in? Interesting. Interesting. uh, You know, to think about the possibilities of who they could, they bring in Tom Herman. Maybe that would work out. I don't know. They bring in Gary Patterson. Would Gary Patterson take that job? It'd be interesting. It'd be very interesting to see Virginia tech seven Duke 24. My point. Exactly. Mike Elko. One team looks prepared. The other team looks like they've never played football. Virginia tech's awful. They're fucking awful. I would be very concerned if I was a Virginia tech fan. I really would because recruiting only gets you so far. I don't I, I you got to be able to win games as a coach. Your offense looks like shit. You got to fire that OC or something. I don't know. Um Purdue 31 Illinois 24. Wow. I was impressed. This was a fun game. Actually no. I didn't I ate shit on this one. I can't play that one. Um I'll play this one. This was a wild one. These teams were fighting. It was great. There's penalties. It was fantastic. It was in the cold. It was fucking great, but shout out to uh, Jeff Brom. And now the big 10 West is a bundle of fun. Everyone's five and three or yeah, five and three, right? Five and three or three and three. I don't know. Everyone has three losses like Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, Purdue, Illinois. And then one game back behind that is Wisconsin. <laughs> a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Purdue, though, and shout out to my DFS play of Payne Durham. That was a bit that was a power play right there. Um Vandy 24, Kentucky 21. The fact Kentucky was ranked was fucking ridiculous. This is you see this all the time. It's like the year the Big Ten had Indiana with the remember the Big Ten had like a five game schedule, and they put Indiana in the top ten with Michael Penix? It was the biggest crack of shit ever. And if you look into it, you'll always see it's a jaded deck of cards from the start. Kentucky had no business being ranked. South Carolina the other week had no business being ranked. If you actually watch the games, they're not a very good football team. They're not a very good football team. I know you got to rank somebody, but be a little more fair, be a little more fair. There's some other teams out there that are better than Kentucky and we've watched them, you know, be better than Kentucky. Shout out to uh, Vandy, Clark Lee. They're they're getting better. They are getting better. Like I I made this argument I think a couple episodes ago where I was talking. I was like they're like one of the better of the worst Power Fives. If you to take like the if you had a playoff of the worst Power Fives of Virginia, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Georgia Tech, Miami, those five from the ACC, Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers, those three from the Big Ten. That's eight teams there, Colorado. Stanford from the Pac-12, that's ten teams, and then you throw Vandy in as eleven, and you throw, I don't know, like Texas Tech. No, I guess, I guess Iowa State in there. I think Iowa State would be the best by far, by far. I think Iowa State would 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 be hands down way better than everyone else. But then after that, I think Stanford and Vandy are better than everybody else. Maybe you throw BC in there. BC's improving impressed by that, that quarterback today. Um, shout out to Vanderbilt. They're they Clark Lee is, is doing it slow, slowly, but surely uh, Michigan state, 27 Rutgers, 21, the Scarlet Knights cover this game. I didn't watch one fucking snap of this game. I'll be honest, but shout out to Sparty. The more players you get suspended, the better your fucking team is. You keep winning these games. All of a sudden you're four and five I already cashed on the under though. So it's too late. <laughs> They, it's going to be interesting. Do you think Michigan state gets to a bowl? They have Indiana. Well, wait. Yeah. They're, they're, they're fi- They're going to be what? Five and five. They're going to go bowling. They get Indiana in, in East Lansing. And then they're at Penn state. They're going to go six and six. They're going to end up in the, uh, I don't know, fucking compile chicken bowl and boom Rutgers still like, they just don't have an offense. I don't understand how you can't get a better offense every year. Like the defense is somewhat solid. The special teams is somewhat solid. Offense sucks every year, same theme over, and over and over again, LSU 13, Arkansas 10. We talked about that one. How about the, the Virginia Cavaliers first two plays of the game, pick six is to the pit Panthers pit 37, Virginia seven. I had Patty C he's lucky. He's not fucking here today. Cause all last week was telling me that Tony Elliott and the Wahoos are turning a corner. What corner? Are they fucking turning? What corner are they really turning as Pitt rolls them? How about the JMU Dukes, though? Paddy he would be able to bounce back with this one. 37 to 3 over Old Dominion. JMU is good. This is what I mean, though. I honestly have no idea. Like, if you told me Notre Dame's playing James Madison tomorrow, I would favor Notre Dame, right? I really would. But. JMU is like Mar- is like more. I know they lost to Marshall, but they didn't have their starting quarterback. I put them on the same level. There's not a big gap. There's not a big gap. So if you had a large playoff, it'd be fantastic because you have no idea how these outcomes would be. Notre Dame seems to be playing a lot better right now. So obviously they, I think they would beat James Madison, but James Madison is not bad, not a bad team. How about ULM? Shout out to Terry Bowden. Never, never fade a Bowden in a big game. They can, they moved to four and six, keeping their bowl. Hopes alive. Take down Georgia state. What an upset. They were, they were solid dogs. Shout out to Jerry kill in New Mexico state as they roll Lamar 51 to 14. Oh, that's my over there. Cashing, cashing the cash last week or two weeks ago, but I'll play the music again. Promote myself. Some. Um, rice 10 Western K- Kentucky, 45. The Hilltoppers are good. They're better than what they thought they would be. I really believe they're better than what I thought they would be. I mean, I did not think they would be this good shout out to the Hilltoppers and, uh, and Helton doing a good job there. Tyson Helton Uh, temple 40 or 36 Houston, 43. Shout out to the Owls. Stan Drayton's got temple playing a lot better than what we figured as well. Even though they're still losing these games, they scored. I mean, they almost won that game. They were in that game. They were in that game. Oh, shit. We got Dryden in the chat. There we go. He says, fuck the Ducks. Yes, we will get there. Talking about them. Arkansas State 35, UMass 33. Wow. Almost happened. Butch Jones almost lost to uh, UMass. Uh, UMass covers. Wow. It's going to be interesting to watch those two teams next year. I think Butch Jones was a bad hire at Arkansas State. Don Brown, I thought, was actually a pretty good hire, but he's got to get the offense going got to get the offense going. Nebraska three, Michigan 34. This game was in the snow. It was awesome. Looked cool. We like to watch games in the weather. So I had this one on the TV, even though Nebraska got their ass whooped, Nebraska no longer can make a bowl, which means their streak will continue. They're the only power five since 2017, not to go bowling or be bowl eligible. The only power five in the country. That's fascinating. Uh, How about the Washington state Cougars? All that they've been through uh, with the role situation, Jake Dickard's doing a really good job there that, you know, they should have beat Oregon back in uh, whatever week that was week three or something. But you know what? They, they got their heart broken in that game. And then they had Utah on the ropes, got their heart broken that game. They even, I thought played USC better than that score indicated. Thought USC got some favorable calls in that matchup, but they get it done uh, against Arizona State. They are bowl eligible, six and four currently. They're a good team. They're a good team, and uh, it's it's cool to watch Washington State. They're going to be good. Uh, I think even next year they'll be good. I think next year they might even be better. Um, Miami thirty five, Georgia Tech fourteen. This game was like so. Miami led this game I think the whole way. They were up fourteen nothing. I feel like at. No, I think 14, seven at half. And in the fourth, Miami had an, a, just an offensive explosion or, or I think a pick six or something. Yeah, that's what it was. They scored three touchdowns really fast in, in a th- in like a four minute window in the fourth quarter to get this thing cranked up to 35, 14. Hey, cr- whatever you got to do, Mario Cristobal, if you can get yourself to a bowl, which I still have my doubts, the remaining schedule. So they're now they're five and five, but they're at Clemson and home to pit. I don't think they can beat either of those teams, but Pitt's always weird. You never know. Pitt lays some clunkers sometimes. Uh either way, five and is a terrible fucking first year. And uh, yeah, I mean, good win though. Good win because you didn't lose the Georgia Tech. <laughs> it's not a good win, but hey, you didn't. We're not talking shit about you right now. Uh, somewhat. Somewhat. Uh Wisconsin, 10. Iowa 24. Boom! <laughs> Let's go baby for all the shit for all the shit they've talked about, you know, to Kirk Ferentz, you know, giving him a hard time. All of a sudden the Hawkeyes are what they're six and four and their two remaining games are at Minnesota and home to Nebraska. I mean, the Minnesota game they could lose, but I think there's a decent shot. They could end up eight and four and that's a really good season at Iowa. So come on. I, I want to see them in the Big Ten championship. Let's go, let's go, Hawkeyes, fucking do this. Nice win, nice win. Their their defense and special teams. I watched that whole game. That you know they're a bundle, to, like they're a bundle of fun to watch. That that the, that defense, that special teams, every single time. Now Petrus the lawn chair, no. But I I said I I said this was going to be a battle of lawn chairs, and whoever made more turnovers, that was going to be the difference in the game. Petrus was on point. He had a, he had one lawn chair fumble. That was, that was huge, but he was 14 of 23 for 94 yards. That is winning football in a matchup like this because Graham Mertz was 16 of 35 for one seventy six. but he threw two picks. Yes. He had a touchdown, but he threw two picks and one of them was a pick six. So there we go. There we go with, with that one there. Shout out to Iowa, Oklahoma state 20, Iowa state 14. This game was, this is what I mean though. Iowa state moves to four and six. I felt bad for them. They were in, they were in position. Their remaining games are Texas tech and TCU. They can still go bowl, you know, bowling, but um, Iowa state was, was uh, up in the fourth quarter, pretty much for all the fourth quarter, Oklahoma state scored with four minutes left, four minutes left. Uh, This was a good game. The Oklahoma state moves to seven and three. They keep their chances alive and that's, what's going to be really fun to watch is the big or the big 12 conference race. Now I feel like I should load that up right now uh to talk about that because that is uh that that's a lot of uh a lot of teams that are in the mix there with Texas losing today. Let's try to let me try to figure this out right now. Um cuz Kansas State wins, but Texas Tech beats Kansas, which I think kind of eliminates Kansas. Um so TCU I think is officially clinched, right? Or I guess the uh, yeah, I think they've officially clinched. Um Okay, so TC, right now it's TCU K-State. Which I have a K-State to win the Big Twelve ticket. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, remember K-State was up big on TCU before both their quarterbacks got knocked out. They're up 18, I think. But one game behind K-State is Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Texas, which all three still have a chance. Shit, you can even make a case. You can even make a case that Kansas and Texas Tech are theoretically still alive, which is fucking insane. Because what Baylor plays Texas next week, so someone's going to lose there. Kansas still plays Kansas State. What is what is uh Texas Tech schedule? I don't even know. I mean, th- this is this is fun though. I think it's going to be. I think K State's actually like. I I think K State can beat TCU. I think they can win it. I know I'm saying that because I have a ticket and I believe that, but I also. I also really believe that they would have beaten TCU had their quarterbacks had not gotten knocked out. Um, Alabama 30, Ole Miss 24. Ole Miss had a chance to get, get the end zone and, and grab the dub. Bama hangs on and wins. I thought Nick Saban made great halftime adjustments, slow down the Ole Miss offense and Bama wins and, and Bama would still be, this is why a 12 team playoff would be fantastic is cause Bama's eliminated, but you know, uh, in a large playoff, I, I I think they could be a dangerous team dangerous team. So could a lot of these teams. I mean, maybe they would lose in the first round. Who knows that it'd be fun because it wouldn't be in Tuscaloosa It would be wherever they would, you know, more than 12 teams would be even, even more fun. Um, I'm not happy with 12. I will not be happy with 12. You know, this folks. Um, all right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience week 11 reaction show, on the Sports Gambling Podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get a $100 free bet at slash WinBet. That's slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Louisville 16, Clemson 31. Shout out to Clemson. I watched this game. Malik Cunningham got knocked out of this game, but I still think Clemson was the better team here. Uh, had he even been healthy, but all the, all the way through, I just feel like the ACC doesn't really have anyone that's that good. I think it's the worst we've ever seen the ACC. I think it's the worst we've ever seen a power five probably. Uh, but shout out to Clemson. Clemson's going to go like 11 and 1 or 12 and 1. And I think you can make the argument that they're the worst 11 and 12 11 or 12 and 1 Power 5 team to ever be that at least in in in, in this century. Um Maryland 0, Penn State 30. Boom easy. We locked up Penn state minus 10 triple lock. Boom. Maryland sucks. I had a winning record. They're not good though. You know that that's the thing though. I mean, even Clemson, like, I know. I'm talking shit about Clemson, but you have a large playoff. They could, they could beat some teams. I mean, like I think Clemson's defense would be able to, to line up and beat some teams that we weren't that they probably shouldn't be beating, but that's the, the, I think the gap between, you know, like, like Patty C said, five and fifties, it razor thin. So it would be awesome. It would be like March madness, but better. Um, Appalachian state at Marshall Marshall wins 28, 21. These games are always fun. I watched a lot of this game um, app moves to well, app, you know, what's happening. Sean Clark's five and five now. I mean, are you even going to get to a fucking bowl? That's one of the, the win totals that I really fucked up. I was on the over with app state and I was looking really good. I felt like after even the North Carolina loss, I was like, Oh, this team's legit. They have ODU and Georgia Southern remaining. I do think they'll get to bowl eligibility, but they, they might lose to Georgia Southern. Wow. That's a down year in app. And you brought back chase Bryce and a bunch of players. I think Sean Clark. I don't know. I don't know. Minnesota 31 Northwestern three. I watched zero of that game. I think one play actually I think I watched one play. Uh, yeah. Minnesota continues. I, I have one Minnesota to win the big 10 West. So that ticket's still alive. My North Carolina ticket to win the ACC coastal I think is a done deal plus 700 to win the coastal. We'll see if they can knock down uh Clemson in the ACC championship, UCF 38 Tulane 31. You know, I gotta, I, 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 misdiagnosed this one. I thought Tulane was to be the more physical team. UCF was the better team from the minute this game kicked off until the end. I watched this whole game. There was no fairy dust on this. UCF's the better team here. It'll be interesting to see the rematch though in a couple of weeks. If, uh, if, if they're, you know, if they can grab some wins, I think that we might get this rematch and that will be fun. Um, Boston college 21 NC state 20. <laughs> finally, finally. Oh man. I knew this NC state team was fool's goal. Their record. The fact that they were ranked was ridiculous. They were the luckiest team in the nation. Sometimes all you need is luck, but that luck runs out. You play enough of these close games. It runs out BC wins in Raleigh. This is what I mean. The ACC is trash. It's absolute trash. People were saying, Oh God, they're a good team. Now they're trash. Uh, I uh, give me a large playoff. Uh, the, the you you know how we fade Rick Barnes in the NCAA tournament or certain coaches you give us a large playoff NC State loses the first round guarantee you in Raleigh at home I feel good about that uh, they could be playing Southern Miss and i I would feel good about that uh nice win by BC though they needed that one man Utsa fifty one Louisiana Tech seven <laughs> Roadrunners. Yeah, Roadrunner. Give me UTSA at NC State. I feel good that UTSA would beat them if we have a large playoff. It'd be a fu- these would be fun matchups and all these towns you got to have a large playoff. Shout out to the Roadrunners as they get a step closer to uh winning the CUSA. Army 9, Troy 10. Whoo. This was a this was a good one. We had this on the TV there. Army was up 9 to 3. I feel like the whole fucking game, right? They're up 9 nothing at halftime. But they missed the extra point on the very first score of the game. Right? And that cost them because if not this game would be going to overtime. But even worse, Army gets in position to win the game. It was like a 25-yard field goal, I feel like, or a 30-yard field goal, and the kicker misses it. Absolutely brutal loss by Army and Troy. You lucked up here. You you look before you got someone, some bad luck when app completed that hail Mary to beat you. Well, you got, you got, you got lucky here. Got lucky here. Shout out to Troy UAB 41, North Texas 21. That was a bit shocking. I don't know which UAB is a hard team to understand. Now that bill Clark's gone one day they show up the, the next they don't. And it's really hard to, to forecast UAB, but nice win for them as uh, they, you know, they're keeping their bull hopes alive. They moved to five and five disappointing season, but uh, watch out. Look, UAB plays at LSU. If the right UAB shows up, which is a, which is a big if, they could, they could give, they could give LSU a game. I'll tell you that I'm gonna take the points, take the points. But if the wrong UAB shows up, they might lose by 40. I'm excited to watch that one though. Um, Charlotte, fourteen. Middle Tennessee, twenty-four. Shout out to Middle Tennessee. Stock still goes to five and five. Uh, all he needs is one win left, and I think he's gonna get there to get to six to go bowling. I was on the wrong side. I told everyone this morning to take New Mexico plus like twenty-two or twenty-three points. Boy, was I fucking stupid. Air Force rolled them thirty-five-three. New Mexico's offense couldn't get anything going. Air Force continues to look good. Florida 38, South Carolina 6. This is my point. I mean, Florida's not that great of a school. They just marked South Carolina. South Carolina's been trash all year. I know I talk a lot of shit about NC State, and I think, you know, because I thought they were fool's gold. The real fool's gold is the South Carolina Gamecocks. Like, South Carolina is not a good football team. They should not be in a bowl. When I watch that team, I say, that is not a good football team watch them beat Tennessee next weekend, but that's this season. But uh, shout out to Florida. They look great today. And I think Napier needed that. He's got two wins in a row at A and M. So he started to get some stability there. Find out who his team is. Texas state 21, South Alabama, 38, South Alabama continues to be a great story. in The sunbelt, Texas state, Jake Spavadol. You got to wonder, you got to wonder if his time's running out there in San Marcos, maybe they go to hire someone, uh, you know, Maybe Justin Fuente or something, Texas guy. Georgia 45, Mississippi State 19. Pfft. I took Mississippi State. I bet Mississippi State plus 17. Mississippi State kills me as a team right now. I mean, just ever really since I don't like Will Rogers much as a quarterback. He's got zero athleticism, and he's the epitome of a lawn chair but it's not all his fault. These receivers drop a lot of passes critical moment in the game. Mississippi state drops a touchdown. The very next play, they get stopped on fourth and one right at the 10 yard line, six yard, something like that. I mean, look, Georgia would have beat them regardless of this game, but this game should have been a lot closer because, but Mississippi state just does shit like that. Ladd McConkey takes like a fucking reverse, like 70 yards for a touchdown. Dude misses an easy tackle. Would have been like a three yard gain. Although I mean, and there were some times. I mean, I thought Stetson Bennett should have got called for a uh, a a critical rounding in the first half. But Georgia was the flat out better team, and I was stupid to take Mississippi State. But I swear Mississippi State loves to kill themselves. They love to kill themselves. And and you know, our Mike Leach is our guy, but they got to get some. They got to get some receivers that catch the ball. They got to get a quarterback that's a gamer. Like Minshew, when, when Leach had Minshew, he was a gamer. Rogers drives me crazy. Sometimes Uh, Washington 37, Oregon 34. This game was ridiculous. This game was absolutely fucking ridiculous. There was like 35 points in the third quarter scored in the, in the whole third quarter and Dan Lanning, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, he, what does he go for a fourth and one on like his own 30 with the game tied up basically gave the game to Washington. They almost got in field goal range, but there was a bullshit moment where like Oregon's wide receiver catches a first down and then he fakes an injury to get a fucking timeout because it was a first down. It, they don't do the 10 second runoff, which would have ended the game. Washington gets the dub. I wrote, look, I wrote that. I wrote that and fans saying that the, the force out come on. That's not a force out. That was not a force out. I'm no Washington fan. You know that uh, that's not a force out. Uh, Kansas 28, Texas tech 43. Shout out to Texas tech man. Kansas battled all the way back. And then Jason Bean terrible po- pocket awareness on this particular play where he gets strip sacked and Texas tech opens up the, the lead back to double digits, Texas tech uh, one win away from, uh, from bowl eligibility. Joey McGuire, I think is going to be a good hire for them. I think it's going to work out. They got to figure out some stuff offensively and, and continue to get better defensively. But they, I mean, I don't know. They, there were many schedules at Iowa state home to Oklahoma. They could lose both those too. We'll see. It'd be fun. They're five and five though. They're pretty good. Kansas state 31 Baylor three. My philosophy is correct. I called this one. I called this one. Dave Aranda's defense and physicality works on all these other teams, but K state fucks with them. k state can fuck with them. Their style, shout out to K state Baylor, Texas. Next week should be fun. Wyoming 14, Colorado state 13. I told you guys to take Colorado state in the points that then cashed Wyoming goes to seven and three. Craig bowl is a fucking amazing coach, Colorado. Maybe you should call the guy 14, 13. Uh, Wyoming seven and three. This is a fan. I mean, look, Wyoming is still controls its own destiny on playing in the mountain West championship because if they can beat Boise next week in Laramie, uh, they might get a bye before that. I'm not sure. No, it's next week in Laramie. Then they still have to go at Fresno state, um, but it's still possible. They control their own destiny. I, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but still possible. Florida Atlantic 52, the airport seven who McIntyre moves to four and six bowl eligibility is still possible. Probably not going to happen though. either way. You quadrupled your fucking wins from a year ago. Willie Taggart goes to five and five. Will he get fired? His remaining schedules at middle Tennessee. That's a critical game because their final game against Western Kentucky. I don't think they're going to win that game. The Middle Tennessee one can get them to six and six, and then maybe tag it and say, "Hey, we're building it still. We're in a bowl. We're in a bowl." Um, Auburn thirteen, Texas A and M (laughs) ten. A and M moves to three and seven. They got the JFK Bowl coming against UMass, and then LSU. So they're looking at a four and eight season. Pretty hilarious. Pretty fucking hilarious. Shout out to Cadillac Williams getting his first dub TCU, 17, Texas 10. This was more than this is the score is actually deceiving. TCU like fumbled a handoff with like three minutes left. Texas took it back to the house and actually made it like, okay, could Texas come back and get a stop? No, this was really domination by TCU. And I locked up TC or Texas minus seven. I'm the fucking idiot here, but I can tell you this. I lost money on, on Texas minus seven, but I am happy to lose money. Because I hate the Texas Longhorns, as you well know, for all the I blame them for a lot of the realignment. Um, shout out to TCU. The great story. I hope they I hope they go undefeated. Shout out to uh, Sonny Dykes and Jeremiah Donati. Uh They're doing a great job. They're doing a great job there. And I was wrong. I, I questioned the Dykes hire. Honestly, I didn't think it'd be terrible, but I didn't think it'd be this good. I thought it'd be bowling like seven and five every year, making me look like a fool. Southern miss 23 coastal Carolina, 26. This was a game. No Grayson McCall. Not a problem. Coastal clinches sunbelt East. Great win for the team without, without big bird, their leader. Absolutely fantastic. North Carolina, 36 wake forest, 34 Sam Hartman threw a critical interception in this game. They were up 34, 33 critical pick as a uh, Hartman, you know, he's, he's throwing too much this year. In my opinion, he's good. He's back next year. Hopefully Florida state 38 Syracuse three shout out to Mike Norvell. Like I said, this is impressive. The momentum that you're building here. I don't know that you're a great team, but you're dominating these teams. Syracuse has now lost three in a row and you got to wonder, no, no, they've lost. They've lost four in a row. (laughs) You gotta wonder they're at Wake Forest next week. I would take Wake Forest to win that. That would put them at six and five. And then they're at Boston college. I think there's a strong chance. They could go six and six, maybe seven and five. Maybe they can win at BC. I don't think they're going to win at wake though. Wow. Open up six and oh, Mm. Mm. shout out to Florida state, Oregon state, 38 Cal 10. Oregon State is well, like I said, I mean, shout out to Oregon State. They hey my over, my over cash. Six and a half wins. Boom! As they go to seven and three. They are a quarterback away from being so good. They're another one that I feel like that they're like kind of like Clemson of the West. Like their whole team is good except for their quarterback. I guess Clemson doesn't have elite receivers, though. But they're a lot like Clemson. They're Clemson of the West. Um yeah. And that's our slate right now. We do have uh, Utah up 35, seven. Wow. They put, they poured it on uh, over Stanford right now in the fourth, the whole quarter left San Diego state is up 38, 20 Patty C still alive. It looks like critical win for the Aztecs, Arizona and UCLA are tied up as uh, currently I have this on at the t- on the screen here. Arizona's at the UCLA 46 yard line with the first and 10 as we're about to head into the fourth quarter. Boise State's up 24 3 on Nevada. Hopefully, I can cling on there. And Utah State's up 24 10 on Hawaii. And that is our show, folks. Remember, DantaBase Top 25 episode comes out Monday. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. And uh, I'm excited to talk more college football with you guys, as always, because we love this fucking thing. So uh, until next week, give us a follow on Twitter uh, at TCE on SGPN. Give me a follow at The Colby D. Please, if you can get over to iTunes and give us a five star review, we'd appreciate that. And uh, yeah, this, this race is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun down the stretch. Could be a lot more fun though. If we had a a real large playoff, one of these days, one of these days Uh, until then folks check us out, Uh, come talk college football on the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the college basketball experience. We've been rolling over there. So go check out that. All right. This is the college football experience. Week 11 reaction show. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my kids yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana. Five people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. Yeah. But they did. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit.